Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 121 I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. She will not let your foot be moved. She who keeps you will not slumber. She who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. She will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. Genesis chapter 31 verse 43 through chapter 32 verse 2. Then Laban answered and said to Jacob, "The The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children. The flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. But what can I do today about these daughters of mine, or about their children whom they have borne? Come now, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. And Jacob said to his kinsfolk, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Laban called it Jegar Sahadatha, But Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today. Therefore he called it Galid, and the pillar Mizpah. For he said, The Lord watch between you and me, when you are absent one from the other. If you ill-treat my daughters, or if you take wives in addition to my daughters, though no one else is with us, remember that God is witness between you and me. Then Laban said to Jacob, See this heap and see this pillar which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness, that I will not pass beyond this heap to you, and you will not pass beyond this heap and this pillar to me for harm. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac, and Jacob suffered a sacrifice on the hill, on the height, and called his kinsfolk to eat bread, and they ate bread and tarried all night in the hill country. Early in the morning Laban rose up and kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then he departed and returned home. Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's camp. So he called that place Mahanaim. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 14 through 26. Remind them of this, and warn them before God that they are to avoid wrangling over words, which does no good but only ruins those who are listening. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved by Him, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly explaining the word of truth. Avoid profane chatter, for it will lead people into more and more impiety, and their talk will spread like gangrene. 
Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who have swerved from the truth by claiming that the resurrection has already taken place. They are upsetting the faith of some. But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this inscription. The Lord knows this, knows those who are his, and let everyone who calls on the name of the Lord turn away from wickedness. In a large house there are utensils not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for special use, some for ordinary. All who cleanse themselves of the things I have mentioned will become special utensils, dedicated and useful to the owner of the house, ready for every good work. Shun youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart have nothing to do with stupid and senseless controversies. You know that they breed quarrels, and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kindly to everyone, an apt teacher, patient, correcting opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant that they will repent and come to know the truth, and that they may escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. Friday after Pentecost. This is Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. Uh, the man, what was it? Tuesday, I think. Tuesday, we talked a little bit about weapons. Um, sorry, before that, uh, this morning's reading uh, is a Psalm 121 with a couple of feminine pronouns for God, since it's the second day of the same Psalm, um, and then a reading from the end of Genesis 31 and finally 2 Timothy 2 on uh, I think it must have been Tuesday when uh, or maybe it was actually uh, yesterday when I talked about the spear of destiny and Longinus I think that's actually it Um, how weapons are tools Um, I said that not necessarily not necessarily because I believe it or not but because it has been said before um, I think it's an interesting point um, usually said by people who are interested in promoting the Second Amendment and bearing arms. And the idea is that um, guns don't kill people, people kill people, that guns are just tools. And I did say that tools, you know, do what we have them do. Um, and for the most part, it sets, um, it sets humans apart from most animals, although we've found that... Um, primates use tools, and I think now dolphins are using tools. Anyway, um, the reason I say that is because this part stood out to me in Second Timothy, because um, I, I don't ever remember reading it, um, but Paul is writing to one of his students, Timothy, and the subtitle in the NRSV is a worker approved by God, um, and it's this encouraging kind of opening, well, it's actually like, don't be like these other people. Um, you know, avoid all these different things. Um, some of them are are profane and impious, and they're spreading like gangrene. Um, and uh, Paul talks about this large house. Their utensils, not just like you know silverware and the fine china, but also you know bamboo, um, bamboo. Um, uh, spatulas and like you know stuff that gets kind of beat up um, 
some of these utensils are used for really special uses. Like I remember, uh, and I've seen it in other houses, these birthday plates, or you are special plates, they're red with white writing. <laughs> I thought it was so cool because I thought it was just our family that had it, but clearly I've seen it elsewhere since I've, I've been a kid. Um, so some are for special uses and some are for like everyday uses, like you know the pillows on your couch or um, you know the teething rings that your kids get into. Um, and Paul uses these uh, items, these tools, as an analogy. And Paul says, um, everyone who cleansed themselves of the things that I've mentioned, profane chatter, impiety, um, you know, the, uh, these things that you should be avoiding, cleanse yourself of them, and you will become a special utensil dedicated and useful to the owner of the house, ready for every good work. Um, you'll be that special birthday dinner plate and not just, you know, the stoneware that you got as a wedding gift that has a couple of chips in it now and um, doesn't like to be used in the microwave. Um, you'll be that, uh, I know for me, um, one of them uh, is uh, this cross of St. Martin or St. Martin's Cross that still stands to this day um, from the 8th century until the 21st, it stood the, the, the winds on the island of Iona where there's been these ancient monasteries. And it's one of the earliest high crosses, and it's dedicated to Martin of Tours. And I got the opportunity to visit Iona for a total of four hours on my mom's birthday. And I remember because it was the only time that we went and we had four hours. And I went by the bookstore and they, they were selling replicas of this high cross. And um, the, uh, the base of it uh, was, it was set up on this marble little base, you know, just a little handheld cross um, on a marble base. And the marble is this green marble, Ionan marble. Um, and the quarry has now gone dry. You can no longer get Ionan marble. And... Um, it was kind of expensive, and I had told myself I wasn't going to get anything, and I, for the most part, I did okay, which is crazy, because it was Iona, and I thought I was coming back, and I never did. Um, but I, I, I left the bookshop, and I, was, I told Laura, I ran back, oh, I'm going to get this thing, I just, I can't do without it. So I ran back and got it. And to this day, I, somebody asked me, I think it was for like an icebreaker, what's the most, what's the first thing you would go back in your house for, for burning down, and your kids were safe, and your wife was safe? And I said that, that, um, that cross, that St. Martin's cross, um, because I don't know how many there are in the world, and Martin and Iona is so meaningful to me um, that that's why I would get it. Everything else, for the most part, can get replaced. Books, furniture, um, even pictures now. I mean, everything's stored digitally, but I don't know if I can ever get that cross if, if it were to have been destroyed. Um, and Paul tells his, his student um, to cleanse them himself of these things that are keeping you from being those special utensils, uh, being ordinary, being just like everybody else, is not it isn't going to honor God any more than you know being lukewarm. Um, Paul encourages his disciple and everybody who reads uh, his work uh, after Timothy. Um, 
to to strive for being gold and silver, for being special utensils um, that the owner of the house will use for every good work. Um, to be a good worker is to, in Paul's mind, is to be used by God, um, and to be used by God, um, or to be used by God, you must be the kind of tool that um, that God wants to return to. Um, that uh, that is special because it has a special place in in His heart and in God's heart, I should say, um, because it's so hard to replace. Um, it isn't because of anything that you've done. It's just that you're unique, and um, you are you know that you're unique. The cross sits on a banister so that I can see it from just about anywhere in our our little abbey um, because it's special to me. I mean, apart from kids and wife and, um, well, really, that's it. Um, that thing is, I mean, it's borderline an idol, but I don't think it's about the cross, but what the cross points me toward. It points me to the life of another Christian, um, rooted in history, um, and re- remembering this other person and the, the, the memories that are associated with, with, with that story of getting it as well. Um, I mean, it was very special to be there uh, with my mom on her birthday, and it was even more special because I thought I would go back. I never got the chance, and so I only got four hours. Um, it reminds me that, that time is precious and that um, I and the people I love are precious, and it reminds me to be precious, not just to, to, to or for God, but also to the other people in my life that look to me sometimes to remind themselves that they are precious. Proper 23 from the Book of Common Prayer Lord, we pray that your grace may always precede and follow us, that we may continually be given to good works. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, 
always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.